some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. everybody i'm your host phil and joining me as always is my co-host doug i still have not watched the lost boys galliardo how you doing uh i don't know about this new nickname but it is accurate i still haven't watched the lost boys i watched other movies in between from when we last talked about it and to now unfortunately it is not the lost boys no excuse man no excuse. uh yeah there's no excuse other than i'm a big dumb animal and forgot that's uh, okay. I'll I'll make sure to remind you. But hi, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I haven't been in the mood to watch watch a vampire movie, but I am watching Blackula tonight because it's on my it's on my watch list. My my sack of tapes that I have for the week. I should bring Lost Boys out. <laughs> yeah, you really should. You got to move that to the top of the list, man. All right, do I'm it go, for I'm me. Do it for me. I re- I really should. You're my number one. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you're my number one. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, a fucking clown to you? <laughs> you're the you're the Joe Pesci to my Robert De Niro. <laughs> Alright, I'll take that as long as it's not Ray Leona. <laughs> R.I.P. 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 to Ray. Big Ray. Up Dude, when are we gonna just do a straight up favorite gangster movie episode? Uh like, I'm down whenever. And it's all gonna be Mar Oh, you know what? Is it under maybe not underrated, but one of my favorites are uh the departed. You know what? That's the it, one. Man. That's the one. Marty Scorsese movie I've never watched, dude. I watch know it's the good. Departed. I'm sure it's good. Watch okay. The Departed. And I'm not a huge Matt Damon fan, but he's great in that movie. And uh, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio is easily. If we're talking like probably one of the best actors in the world, Leonardo DiCaprio is among the top, tippity top of the list. Oh, for sure. Talk about underrated gangster movies. I got one for you. Have you ever seen Donnie Brasco? I knew you were going to say that. Oh, man. And and no, I haven't because the name annoys me. I don't like the name. Donnie Brasco sounds like it reminds me of Thomas English Muffins, and I don't like them. That's but not if the you response say- <laughs> I expected. <laughs> That's why I love you. I never know what the fuck you're going to say. <laughs> no, if you, I, I know it's a very respected uh, you know, mob movie. Uh, who directed that? It wasn't Martin. It wasn't I, Marty Scorsese. Nah, nobody does it like Marty. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know who directed it, but Johnny Depp, Al Pacino. Come on. I'm a. I'm not a big Johnny Depp fan. I think. This I think was, he's overrated. Well, this was prime Johnny Depp. But what Al Pacino. Yeah, great. I mean, yeah, you can't deny the cast. I mean, I. I like some Johnny Depp movies. I'm aware he's a decent actor, I guess, but. Uh, Hot take. All right. Um, All right. Well, 
I'll have to check it out. Um, we'll, we'll save all the, the gangster movie talk for another time. That seems to be all we do lately. I just text you Goodfellow memes and just... You, every, every, ever since you told me that Goodfellow is one of your favorite movies, you just constantly text me as Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you motherfucker, are you ready to record tonight? Or hey, you motherfucker, hey, motherfucker. I'm, I'm eating some, ve- some vegan chicken. <laughs> you better be in front of your computer at six or you're dead. All right, I'm a, I'm a made man. You can't deny this. Well, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna sit down with the bosses in Kansas City, and I'm gonna put a hit out on you if you don't watch the Lost Boys. I, I've I've been running my cigarettes to the right people. You can't, you <laughs> Be can't like, uh, we 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 got a little problem in Long Island. Uh, we need <laughs> to take care of it. He won't watch the Lost Boys. You know, how about you tell him he already he already owes me a lot of money. So there's no way that he can refuse. They're going to find you hanging up in the back of a meat locker in the back of a truck, <laughs> frozen like a popsicle. Yeah, this, guy, this a, guy's acting fresh over here. Holding a VHS copy of The Lost Boys. <laughs> it's going to be lodged in my fucking jugular vein. <laughs> where, where it belongs if I don't watch it in the next couple of weeks. Oh, man. Um, speaking of lodging stuff in jugular veins, we are going to watch the Terrifier 2 trailer. Yeah, let's fucking go. Finally. We got did you watch this the... yet? Do you want to be honest? Okay, you did watch it. All right. Hey, man, I almost watched it. Then I was like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? We got we to gotta well, record I didn't this. know when we were going to record, and I have no self-control. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, well. So Phil's going to be watching this for the first time, and I will be looking at the trailer deeper with more detail. Man, I think this is like... This movie has been such a long time coming. Where would you, what would you rate the first movie? Did you love the first movie? I mean, technically, is it an amazing movie? No, but it does have a, does have like a, something about it that works in that sort of grindhousey 80s throwback kind of way. Yeah. Like it, that- there's, there's something to it that I like, even though... Maybe story-wise, well, definitely story-wise, it's a bit lacking. Um, but I do love Terrifier. Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's a great throwback slasher movie. And like you said, it's not, you know, the story isn't spectacular, but honestly, not a lot of 80s horror movies have spectacular stories going on. Uh, but this is like, it's a straightforward slasher. It's something that the horror genre is lacking today. In an original, yes. a new horror icon in Art the Clown, uh, I th- I think this movie kind of subverted expectations of what like a modern day slasher can be. It's like, because it's not really. I feel like it was unpredictable. In it, like it's yeah. it's it's original in its uh, like tropiness, I guess, uh, because it really like like how you were following this lead character who you think is going to be the main character, and she gets offed. Which is kind of unpredictable. The kills were pretty gnarly. Uh, Art the Clown is awesome to watch. This is an all-around good yeah. movie. It's a fun time. Yeah. And, good schlocky, um, drive-in type of movie. Yeah, and I had David Howard Thornton on the podcast. Yes, he did. Al- al- almost like, t- it was like two years ago. I want to say it was like September, October of uh, 2020. And I remember talking to him like, okay, well, when do you think this is going to come out? And he was like, well, the movie is shot, but 
after COVID, we got to go back and shoot a few more things. So hopefully by next fall and then, you know, another year went by and it was like, shit, when is this movie coming out? But I'm, uh, I'm very happy for David Howard Thornton because he's like one of the nicest guys ever. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's, it's back there in the catalog, but, um, yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah. I enjoyed talking with him, man. We, we're both uh, Southern boys. He grew up in Alabama, so we talked about just living in the South. Yeah, and now towns. he now he lives near me. I think I think he lives in like New York. Yeah, he's in New York, and just the nicest guy. So I'm really happy for him and Damien Leon, and it's just a win for horror movies and independent horror because this was like, is this like a Kickstarter? I honestly, didn't they, I, I think they raised some money at one point. Oh, for this movie? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but where did the first movie come out? Because it wasn't a Shudder original. 2016. I don't think or, so. Oh, where did it come out? Yeah, because it wasn't a Shudder original and it wasn't a Netflix original, although it was on Netflix for a period of time. Yeah, I think Netflix picked it up first, but I'm guessing they just shot it and shopped it around. and It was know, great. Yeah. It was I it, it was a it was a fun small movie that got a lot of traction. I, I'm glad that it's getting a sequel and it's not. I really hope that it it does the Friday the Thirteenth thing and just they keep making more. I don't yeah. care what Art the Clown does; he's fun to watch on screen. Yes, Jason yeah. Voorhees went through a lot of stuff. Do the same treatment with Art the Clown. We don't yeah, we don't have a like... franchise. We don't have a new franchise like that. You're right, and Art the Clown has all the ingredients to be that next big horror icon. Just don't like, you know, Art takes Manhattan. Or... No, that's what that's what I want. <laughs> I just want ridiculous. Like it's so ridiculous. Like give a because those mo- like all those Friday the Thirteenth movies are so fun to watch because they're the plot is ridiculous and like all right, Art already already got resurrected by a spiritual entity, so they already set that up for some paranormal stuff. Because that's literally yeah. the plot of the second movie. It says it in the, in the synopsis. So, oh, like, give us the ridiculous shit. Like, give us the old school. Like, we don't need, you know, I love that we have, like, Ty West doing, like, the the uh, the movies with, like, pseudo message in it. But also, like, a fun slasher. And then we have the A24 movies that are, like, you know, psychological torture horror. Yeah. Give us the fun shit. Terrifier is a good balance. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, without further ado, I'm very excited to watch this trailer. I'm pumped um, for you to watch. All right. You ready to get it going here? Let's hit that G spot, baby. Hey, this or the guy. T spot. Terrifier. <laughs> T. No? Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Going to get Let's it rolling it. here. Okay. Yeah. So. Did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. It's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute, aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. I'm telling you it was him, Ellie. 
right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. You're really weird, you know that? I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Mm -hmm. Stress-free environment. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County, please welcome Art the Clown. October 6th. Hell yeah. All right. What are your thoughts? You um, I love it. I was making sure my microphone wasn't muted. Um, <clears throat> I could like barely hear that trailer, so I really hope yeah. it picked up on this. We are having some trouble with technology today. So, As, as, as usual, it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't struggle with audio, video, anything. Yeah, that's uh, one thing they don't talk about in podcasting. Something always just fucks up. Like, hey, why is this microphone not working today? I don't know. But, okay, Terrifier 2 looks really good. Looks very promising. Um, the look of the movie looks much sharper and more, you know, um, not saying the first one. I, I think that was the style they were going for. That sort of blown out grindhousey look Yeah, that the first one had. Yeah, this one looks a little more polished, but it looks yeah. great, man. Yeah, I'm curious to know what the, uh, because the first one works so well in that, like, contained setting, and you really saw art, like, in his element, you know, where, like, yeah. it looked like he had that whole, like, you know, dungeon alleyway, like, set up. That was, like, his workshop type of deal uh, over there. Uh, so it'll be fun to see him out of his element in like this school dance or wherever he is. I don't really know what that looks like or, or what it was, but it looks like a Halloween party or a Halloween dance of some sort. Um, they said in the trailer that I forgot already, but, but um, yeah, I'm curious. I, it seems like there's going to also be like a meta aspect to it because they're like, they're saying art, the clown in the movie. It's like, they know who this is. So obviously, uh, so now he's like this kind of mythical, figure in a way yeah like how people yeah. know like in the town like people know in Haydenfield they know Michael Myers or Haddonfield's art uh and then Jason Voorhees is like a known thing in the world so it seems like they're going that route they have like newspapers and, and stuff so maybe there'll be an old man outside of the school like don't go in there you're gonna get killed yeah um but that's a good thing they're like kind of broadening the scope a bit yeah and um because the first one was very much contained to like this one warehouse and you know they they worked with what they had you could tell it was very low budget so they couldn't really you know go to a school with a bunch of people and pay yeah. all those actors and shit so 
Yeah, and 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 it worked, and, and I'm glad they got a bigger budget this time. And what makes I feel like what makes a, a movie really good is that you can't tell, even if it's like a bigger scope movie, like you said, you can't tell. Uh, you can't tell like what the budget was or anything because you know I feel like when directors, you know they get, you know, carte blanche or whatever, and they get to do whatever they want. Sometimes it really doesn't... Sometimes they need to be reined in, and it's nice when, you know, sometimes bigger set pieces don't mean the movie's gonna be better. It's just bigger. Bigger doesn't always necessarily mean better. Right. Looking at you, Marvel. Um, hey. So you don't want to see, like... <laughs> hey, um, Marvel movies know. are deep-rooted in the story, Phil. You don't know this because you don't watch it. All right, I'll take your word for it. So you don't want to see Art the Clown like riding a dragon and fighting Doctor, uh, I don't know. Doctor Octavius, Doctor Strange, pick which doctor. Doc, doctor there you go, uh, one doctor of those Bruce guys. Banner. Yeah, there you go, fighting one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, that would be sick if Art the Clown crosses over into the Marvel Universe. Oh, man, can you imagine? They need a killer clown. It's the one thing they're missing. <sighs> yeah, well, um... Terrifier 2, I am very excited. What did they say, October 6th? October 6th, yeah. Dude, October is going to be gonna be popping. You got three movies <laughs> to look forward to. And... Oh boy. Which ones? Terrifier dude. 2, Halloween ends. Oh, Hellraiser 2. Speaking of, we were going to watch that trailer, but I was under the impression it was like, hey, a trailer, not 16 seconds <laughs> and a logo. So... Was there anything else to it? Like, you can just tell no, me. No, no. There wasn't even, like, That's a look of, of Pinhead. And it's going to be, like, the female Pinhead from, like, the book, which is kind of, like, a cool aspect. But I, I don't know how to feel about just rebooting or remaking Hellraiser as a whole. Because the first one is so, so good, so classic. Yeah, but when you think about it, if there is one series that could benefit from a remake of some sort if they do it right it's kind of hellraiser because man it is after the first three it's just not good oh you didn't like so, hellraiser like aol chat room whatever which one that was like the cyber one oh. yeah and the one with uh not doug bradley it was like this uh, sort of found footage type of angle ugh, i turned that shit off I watched I it. I kept watching it because it was how. so funny. It I couldn't funny. stand it. I couldn't. I there's some movies that I can get through that are like painfully bad, but like I'll 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 wait it out to see if anything is like worthwhile that I can point out that's good. Because uh, I I usually you know even if it's a terrible movie I you know I want to find something that's like admirable about it. This had nothing. Yeah. This had this sucked. This completely. There's no purpose for it. There's no yeah, purpose the, for uh, this movie. Dude, the pinhead, the actor, the makeup looked. It was like, Mom, can we have pinhead? We Phil. have pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I turned the movie off before the movie even got the pinhead. I couldn't wait. It was yeah. just not good. Yeah, it looked like it was like, it's like MS Paint pinhead. Yeah. yeah. It was like the, the, the Dr. Perky pinhead, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mountain Lightning or something. Put a, Pinhead put a little too much foundation on his face, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, um, 
I look forward to Hellraiser as well. Yeah, I want to. I want to see what a female pinhead would be all about. I feel like that could be a that could be a good uh, a good switch. Yeah, hey, as long as she does a killer job and they pull it off, then yeah, it's very. Be... I I don't know if you feel this too, and I I don't want to sound like dismissive or pretentious or anything, but like. Or an old grandpa, because I tend to sound like that. But, like, move, like the feel of a horror movie is, like, Ty West did it perfectly. Like, I felt like I was, like, immersed in the world. But, like, so many, like, mainstream horror movies, they just don't... They, I feel like they, it's so hard for them to nail, like, the atmosphere. And atmosphere is so important when it comes yeah. to any movie. And there's been so many horror movies over the past, let's just say, decade that just, like, I don't know, don't get it right. Some do. That's why Some I like do, yeah. The Witch. That's why I love It Follows. I think I know you're you weren't crazy about that movie, but no, I need to rewatch it. I need I, in, that's the one I need to rewatch. In terms of at like strictly atmosphere, it's the closest thing oh. to the original Halloween I've seen. I'll give you that. I'll get the feel of the movie. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you there. The feel of the movie it was gritty. Also, the Baba Duke is is really good. The atmosphere in that movie was like a dreadful. And Halloween, the yeah. first Halloween, was dreadful, and there's not a lot of movies that do that now. Besides, you know, like I said, The Witch, uh, Hereditary, um, X was really good. Um, yeah. Insidious, I thought, did a great job at capturing, like, an, like not an exorcist type of vibe, but, like, you know, they, they just did the... That, I feel like that's... I, I might be alone in this or not alone in this i feel like people love insidious but like it's like one of the best like one and two i'll put them together because you can't have one without the other um i feel like they're some of the best possession movies like in at least top 10 yeah i i love those movies they were so just much. I, th- I thought they were just okay i'm i'm not a big fan of like possession no exorcism type movies because step one you gotta believe all that shit is real for it to... It's like, oh, the devil's got her. It's like, does he? I don't know. I believe... <laughs> does, <laughs> does the devil got her? It's like, okay. What's look, look spider- at, it's in your fucking head, bitch. Get does, over it. Does the Spider-Man got a hold of her, too? You want to exercise that out of him? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Marvel's got a hold of her. <laughs> Call a priest. Kevin oh Feige's got the claws in her. <laughs> You didn't like The Conjuring? Uh, I've we've talked about what I, I think about James Wan. He, he's just middle of the road for me. Like Conjuring, Insidious, all that shit. It's just I, I get it. It's okay. It's not he's, didn't uh, didn't blow blow my socks off. Put it like I, that. I, the Conjuring is is what is his besides I will saw. I think is his best. Uh, him and Lee Winnell did saw and that was i think that's their best conjuring is a close second or close first because the way the way that movie was shot and yeah it's, it's you know he does uses modern techniques and stuff like that but like wow i couldn't go to sleep after i saw the conjuring that was one movie that affected me like really bad well, well i'm also a pussy so you know what movie kept me up at night that James Wan directed? Let's do it, baby! You need that second watch! <laughs> oh, man. 
I, I just stayed up and I was like, how? How do so many people love this? <laughs> and I texted you. I texted you when I rewatched it again with my friend Steve because he never saw oh. it. He never seen it. And, uh, and, but he knew about the twist going in. So it was an interesting Lucky watch bastard. for him. Yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't, but he liked it. He was like, this score is fire. I'm like, yeah, it's like very reminiscent of Saw. It's very industrial, which I'm surprised why you don't like it because it has the fucking Deftones vibe. Um, uh, it was like, <laughs> oh man, we're just unloading the hate on this episode. But at least I gave Halloween 2018 another try. You didn't even watch Malignant a second time. Bitch, you said you fell asleep. I know because it. it's garbage. I couldn't stay yeah. up. <laughs> just, you're done. You're done, bud. <laughs> All right, well... Keep on feathering it, brother. <laughs> Shout out to Fed Smoker. Um, all right, so I put up a little questionnaire on Instagram earlier just saying, hey, if you got a question for me and Doug or whoever, send it in and we'll read it off. So are you ready to answer some questions, I'm Doug? ready. I didn't know. I don't... I saw you do it and I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, but I don't know any of these questions going into it. So I'm... Well, I'm after... Uh, after uh, I found out the Hellraiser trailer was like only 16 seconds, I was like, hmm, maybe we should, <laughs> should fill out the gonna, episode a little more. What are we going to say about that? Like, oh, man, that font choice is sick. Like, ooh. Yeah, kind of has a very Cell type of vibe with all the red. <laughs> Underrated movie, by the way, the Cell. All right. Um, first question here comes from John Hammer 82 all the way from Ireland. What's up, bud? He has been... A listener of the podcast for a long time. He said, he said, how excited are you for Halloween ends or do you give a shit about it? I love the way he phrased that. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a good way to talk about it because we have both ends of the spectrum here. Okay. Look, you promised me you would keep an open mind. I, absolutely. Going into the movie. Don't, don't, I don't need your negative shit. Okay. Don't, no, don't I kill I'm, my vibe, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited for this movie. You're excited to shit on it. You're not even going to give it a shot. You're just going to be like, oh, this movie's fucking trash. Fuck this movie. <laughs> if it, I will totally, I, I, it will not redeem Halloween kills or the first Halloween. I hope they do it justice because it's the last one in this trilogy. I don't want it to suck. I want it to be good. I don't want to hate it. I don't go into movies wanting to hate it. But if it sucks, it sucks. I, I want to like it. I like Michael Myers. I love Halloween 1, 2, 3. Four, five, six. I love the originals. But this okay. new trilogy just didn't do it for me. But I'm still excited about it because I love the theater experience. I love seeing movies in theaters. And even if I don't like it, I'm still going to have a good time in the theater. I know you're pumped about it. I Okay, yeah, I am very pumped. Like, for some reason. Well, whenever there's a new Halloween movie coming out, the Halloween season just it hits a little harder. You know, it's like, it's in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Fall's coming. New Halloween movie. Let's fucking go. But yes, I'm very excited. Um, I'm not, I'm trying to like uh, adjust my expectations a bit. I'm, I'm not going into it thinking like, man, this is going to fucking kick ass. I'm just going to try to go into it and be like, okay, show me. Show, show me what you got here. Let's listen. I, I hope hope it's better than Halloween Kills. Even though there are some things I like about that movie, it's got a shit ton of problems. Um, yeah, the fact that it's on film. Hey, God. 
<laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, fine. I wasn't okay. gonna shit talk it. I was. I, I was feel gonna... like I feel like these questions are just catered to like infuriate you. Um, well, it's good that they listen to the podcast then, because they know what uh, they know what buttons to press. All right, my friend Yasmin Lin. <laughs> hey, I the, love Yas from, from uh, the Worst Horror Podcast. Hell yeah! Shout um, out to them because they are dope, and Yaz is awesome. She is a a hip hip lady, as Slater once said in Days and Confused. <laughs> All right. Oh, not Slater from Saved by the Bell. Okay. Not quite. Who's Doug's favorite band and why is it Deftones? <laughs> well, I well, I don't know who else can answer that question. Listen, just Chino really speaks to my soul, you know? Like just the way he like mutters and whispers under his breath and you can barely hear a word he says. It's just God. the dull droning guitar sounds really hit the back of my throat. It's just so good. Are you folks hearing this? Are you hearing this shit? This is what I gotta put up with. That was a compliment. <laughs> Sorry, it's not David Dreaming prancing around on stage. <laughs> prancing like around. A, like a fucking dork. <laughs> Yamana, Yamana. Sorry, you, we could both admit that Disturbed and Deftones, at one point, they all wore chain wallets. Uh, sure. Chino but... Moreno probably still wears one. Yeah, but he can pull it off, dude. He's Chino. Could he? Of course he can. He's a... You know what? You're just... <laughs> I, have, I have no words. I will, take, I will take fucking chin piercings over Chino Moreno's fucking Guy Fieri hair. Hey, don't you disrespect Guy Fieri on this podcast, dude. I like Guy Fieri. Who doesn't? Yeah, I know. I met him at the Rage Sorry, sorry. The lead singer of Smash Mouth and and, uh, Chino (laughs) have the same vibe. Dude, when I took that picture with him, I should have said, man, I love Smash Mouth. (laughs) He probably would have been like, hey, Steve Harwell's my brother. (laughs) That's Uh, that's amazing. Oh, dude, I I can... The flavor is like still on me from that night. Like, I just... (laughs) <laughs> I just smelled. I don't know. Phil is still the spice. Down. <laughs> um. All right. Here's Johnny seventy nine, all the way from Scotland, and I've been on his podcast. Here's Johnny reviews. We talked about Fuck yeah, Doctor Sleep, and we both fucking hated it. What? And I had a I had a blast tearing that movie apart. That's a great movie. Of course, you like it. <laughs> God. We really have differing opinions on so many things. <sighs> I, I I I really want to get into this, but. I, we we didn't say his question. That's such a good movie. I don't know why you didn't like it. That movie can suck my ass. How about that? You didn't like that Rose the Hat? S- Rebecca Ferguson killed it. Are you movie. kidding me? That cringy. Well, hi there. Oh, she was so good. If I heard that one more fucking time, I was gonna like just throw my TV out the window. Well, now you're just well, being sexist. Well, hi there. No, I'm not. How is that sexist? <laughs> like good. her character sucked. Her character was awesome. Uh, she was such a badass. Right. And the little girl was such a badass. Abra, like, come on. And that scene where they bury Jacob Tremblay, like, alive, like, that shit was gnarly. Okay, well, Johnny asked, <laughs> what? <Okay. laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. All right, he says, what's your top five best slash worst B movies? I can't give you five. Um, best B movies? I mean, there's plenty. Worst? I I could definitely name some. Yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of shitty, 
sci-fi original type movies. The term B movie is kind of broad though. Like, yeah. is it everything like, we watch is a B movie? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I don't know. Just like rattle off five that people like need to watch. Like that should I be like I, an essential viewing uh, experience. I don't know. Uh, Toxic Avenger. Um, there's this weird movie called Altered States. Have you ever seen that? i never seen it, but I have it on tape and uh, I've been meaning to it's watch cool. it. I heard it was really good. Um, I forgot who the lead actor is in it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know his name either. Robert but, Redford? Uh, no, I don't, it's <clears> not him. Don't yeah, know. it has to do with like isolation tanks, like tanks you get in to kind of get to a deep meditative space. But this dude, like he's taking psychedelics at the same time. He gets this shit from another country and he trips so fucking hard in the isolation tank. He like reverts back into an ape and breaks out of the tank. It's, it's crazy. It's trippy as fuck. All right. That's uh, pretty wild. I definitely, I definitely get on that. I do like some mixed sci-fi in there. Um, Yeah. That's like a well-known movie too. Uh, That's really good. Um, It's like one of those like film. I feel like that movie could be like used in film studies from what I keep hearing about it. Um, Yeah, it's got some uh, very trippy visuals. I don't know if it qualifies as a B horror movie, but that's what popped into my mind. So there's there's my two. I can't think of anymore. I guess if we're if we're going B movies, like Taurus Trap is a really good movie with a good story and it's a good slasher movie and it's fun. Uh, and fucking weird too super weird uh with a, any, <laughs> any score that has like uh like a like a church choir is free alice sweet alice i think is really a good b movie because it has like you know um ironic that a lot of major actors start off in like horror movies uh brooke shields that was like her first yeah movie and that's a really good movie um really weird too really weird really like gritty and up close and personal like really disgusting uh, sorority babes in the slime bowl bolorama is a fun one. It's a full moon that feature. Sounds, that sounds like a good B movie. And if we're yeah, talking like, much, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no. Um. Pretty much anything full moon features. I guess you could put in the B category. Yeah, they do. But... And speaking of full moon features, I will say a bad one that I that I wasn't a fan of. I don't know if you saw it. Nightmare Weekend. Never seen it. It just, no. it's like sci-fi horror and it's full moon. It just like didn't do it for me. Like it was weird. I, it was weird in the bad way. Like I was just like, this is boring. And I, the cover looks so cool. That's why like, that's why I watched it. And I was like, this isn't, you know, didn't, didn't strike my fancy. And I watched one last night that was just like, what the fuck? I don't even know if you call it a B movie. I guess so. But it's called The Slayer. You ever hear, hear of this one? No, it was like it was made in 1982 and it was about some girl uh some painter whose dreams uh she dreamt of all these like murders and they kind of like came to life and that premise you kind of think would be cool but wow just not the movie should have been called futzing around because nothing happened it was literally people opening cabinets locking windows going to the beach sitting on a dock and nothing fucking happened well, I'll make sure I skip that one. <laughs> the Slayer, huh? Yeah, it, it seemed like it would have been good, but it wasn't to me. Well, um, I know that wasn't 
five, but thanks for the question, Johnny. That was Johnny. five between us. Yeah, there's we could we could name some more, but um, yeah, thanks for the question, man. And he's oh, from yeah. uh, Scotland, by the way. Oi, so, oi, mate. That's Australia. Shit. <laughs> Sorry to completely demean your culture. I love you. All right. Oz the Great and Powerful asks, one low-budget horror film you would remake with a big, mm. with a bigger Beard budget. Your budget. <laughs> Beard your budget. <laughs> that's that's just a really a good old, question. I'm just a poor old country boy. I can't read. He's a big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? Uh, <laughs> uh, Mommy, the rhino's getting too close to the car. He's just a widow guy. <laughs> favorite, the favorite of all time. Uh, oh, shit. oh, look, prehistoric forest. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's a really good question because a lot, a lot of that's what I think. What's missing in the mainstream likes don't don't remake good movies. Remake bad movies that have like a good concept and they just didn't have the budget. Um, and to that spookies. question, uh, sp- Spookies is yours. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> that one popped into my mind. Spookies, but that's the that's what's great about that movie. It's just so low budget and it, the production was a mess. But um, and they can never recapture that with a big budget. And so. yeah, you are you are correct. It's very hard. Like we were going with the atmosphere uh, conversation before. The reason why those, I mean, those movies may be in the technical terms bad, but it works. And some of those movies are timeless because you can't. It's hard to capture that same essence of of those uh, of those bad good movies. Um, I'm trying to think which one I. Hmm. Oh, it's a good question. Maybe mm. if you really, w- I feel like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch it because it's it's pretty perfect and it's a great movie. But it would be interesting to see what maybe like if Jordan Peele could if Jordan Peele could could remake They Live or something uh. like that <clears throat> because he has that he's so. All his movies are so ingrained in social commentary. I feel like he would do it justice, although it doesn't need a remake. But I feel yeah, like that would be it, interesting in today's culture. Maybe remake, like, if you're doing John Carpenter. I, I didn't really care for Starman. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? Uh, no, it's still on my list. I know. I love That's, Jeff Bridges. Eh, it was okay. It's a one and done watch. But maybe that's a concept you could take another swing at and do something yeah. with it. But yeah. I mean, it's, I it's know. not really in, I don't, people don't really talk about Starman in like the zeitgeist of movies. So yeah. Yeah. And John Carpenter is an interesting filmmaker. So the concept, I know the concept, it seems pretty cool. Uh, very sci-fi ish. Um, and if you're going to remake, like, you know, if you want to remake like a slasher movie, like, uh, like, you know, they redid like prom night, in 2008 night of the demons and all that stuff, which bombed horribly. Uh, if you would remake, yeah. if I was to remake like a slasher that didn't quite hit, like do like, I don't know, Edge of the Axe. I don't sure. know. I like Edge of the Axe, but there could probably be some improvements uh, with it. Yeah, or like Pieces or something. <laughs> no one can remake Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fucking right. insane. All right, next question comes from Wolf Dad. Woof, woof. What's, Bye, what's your... He's a great dude. 
Thanks for listening, dude. Um, what's your favorite Stephen King adaptation, series, or movie? I'll go first. I got it. I got one lined up. This almost made my top five, and Stephen King hates this adaptation of the movie. We already but have the, <laughs> the Shining. I love that movie. Um, or Stand by Me. Stand by Me is really fucking good. And that's actually Stephen King's favorite adaptation of any of his uh, any of his novels. I uh, didn't. Uh, I think Rob Reiner directed that one. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Reiner is a great filmmaker, and for so many years, I don't know. I don't know when you found out, or if you don't know, because I didn't know. I like over the like a couple years ago, I found out that he was like meathead from All in the Family. I never saw that. Really, you never saw All in the Family? Nah. It's a great sitcom. <laughs> just like Archie Bunker and the Jeffersons and stuff, but he played like the son. <clears throat> Did not know that. Yeah. So like from the 70s or something? Yeah, 70s sitcom. Uh, definitely touched on social commentary back in the day. But yeah, I was going to say the same thing. The Shining is, to me, is one of like, it's a perfect movie. I, I think it's fucking wonderful. You know what? I'll say this just because not a lot of people talk about this movie. Storm of the Century. That's a good I'll- movie. I love that movie. That's Every, a good any, movie, man. Anytime it snows here, which is very rarely, I'm like, I'm going to watch Storm of the Century. And, I'm going to uh, drink yeah. some coffee. I'm going to get all cozy. And it's just got to, hate to keep saying this word, it's got that atmosphere, It's got good baby. atmosphere. It's got that atmosphere. And that was a TV movie. And I watched it one time and I was like, what is this? I'm like, this is so good. It's like, it's a better version of like, um, Day After Tomorrow. And, uh... I enjoyed that one. Another one I liked, but this could also be redone. The Langoliers. Ooh, yeah, that could be updated. It was great up until those weird phantasm death ball things started like uh, resurfacing. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Windows 95 looking shit. Also, I love uh, Thinner. Thinner I always go back to. Thinner does have a special place in my heart. It's a North Carolina movie. They shot it in Southport. Got it right, got, it right hey, over got, the v, got the VHS right there. Great movie. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, that movie could be... I think you could retell that story and do some cool shit with it. Yeah. Give some newer directors a crack at it. Yeah. Like, make it kind of lean into the body horror yeah, aspect yeah. of it and make it real fucking gross and slimy like the fly or something i feel like i feel like i want jordan peele to redirect everything (laughs) (laughs) you just (laughs) because the body horror that they did in the updated candy man i know he didn't direct it nia DaCosta did and she did an amazing job but whoever's call that was to make it like he just looked filthy and gross and he's a true horror fan jordan peele is a true horror fan through and through yeah. I'll praise him every um, chance I get. Jordan Pill, direct everything, please. Save by the bell, reboot, do it. <laughs> Save by the hell. We could do like Save by the Bell in Hell. That was a bad one. <laughs> we can work with it. We can work with it. We can workshop it. <laughs> hey, we we keep it rolling, baby. All right. You Maddie K. Happening. Howard. All right. Maddie K. Howard. Hey, Maddie. That's my homegirl hey. right there. Maddie's Maddie's Shut- the homegirl. Yeah, she's awesome. Thanks for listening. She's got two questions. All right, I'll ask her second question because this is a quick one. If you were a sandwich, what type would you be? 
Easy question. Italian Italian hero, baby. <laughs> Italian hero, sub the provolone for Swiss. Uh, get the oil and vinegar in there. Uh, give me the, give a sesame seed uh, hoagie. We're spot on. Oh, ha- yeah, add yeah. jalapenos, extra onions. Like that but it's gotta chicken. be your, it's gotta be your mother's sauce though. Give me the capicoli, sto- get the capicoli ham. Really, you bring store bought. If you bring store bought sauce to my table, <laughs> if my mother could see it, God rest her <laughs> soul, she'd roll over it in her grave. <laughs> Don't you ever disrespect. Listen, listen. My grandmother <laughs> passed it down to my mother. My mother passed it down to me. <laughs> There's a secret sauce in this fucking household and you don't go breaking those rules. If you break those rules, your kneecaps are going to be replacing your eyeballs and then your eyeballs are going to be scraped out of your head and thrown into the Hudson River. All right. Does that answer your question, Maddie? You didn't answer it. Oh, um, oh shit. If I were a sandwich, man, I don't know. Some sort of... Well, I had a, a vegetarian chicken sandwich for lunch, so that's my boring answer. But that's your well. What's your favorite sandwich? I'm not a big sandwich guy. I don't make a whole lot of sandwiches. Yeah, you eat you eat healthy and all that stuff. You don't really do the uh, well meats. <laughs> I, I eat some bullshit too. Don't get me wrong. Every time I ask you what you're eating, it's never some garbage. It's never even pasta. <laughs> I actually do prefer gluten free pasta. It just digests better. Gluten-free pasta is good. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't you ever bring it into this house? <laughs> <laughs> Ronzoni, a bust. I actually, I actually eat a Dicheco. That's mine. My father will backhand me so fucking hard <laughs> if I bring gluten-free pasta. <laughs> what even is oh. gluten? <laughs> I don't have the answer for you. Oh, and her first question was: This is kind of a <clears throat> kind of a doozy. Top five worst horror movies. Uh, off the top of my head, I'll go first. Uh, malignant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. You motherfucker, you. How dare you bring that poor excuse for an opinion in my fucking house. Um, a, a movie that truly just filled me with rage when I saw it was Rob Zombie's Halloween. I Fair point. I, I have no words. The first time I saw that, I was just shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Um, so I got to put that in there. I know a lot of people love it. And but upon a rewatch, just... it wasn't a bit. I'll take that over Halloween 2018 easily. You watch easily. your fucking mouth, okay? Don't you? <laughs> Dude, so much better. You are. So much more no. care and love in Rob Zombie's version of Halloween than this oh my pathetic God. excuse for a cash grab. All right, you need to stop. All right. <laughs> What's your I other pick? I can't. <laughs> Um, yeah. The Lodge. Worst movie I've ever seen in my oh. entire life. Worst. The worst. Yeah, I we, hate that fucking we, movie. We both kind of share similar feelings on that. I don't think I hate it as much as you, but yeah, the last... I had... When that movie ended, I had to take a minute <laughs> to like regain consciousness, my thoughts, and all around yeah. like air in the room because I didn't know what the fuck I just watched. It was bad. It was bad. The script was terrible. Nothing was explained. There was no point to anything. Wow. Just bad, 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 bad. All right. That's fair. Um, God, I really don't have... Those are the only two that I have like just lined up at all times. Um, like, man, 
Uh, I could name like you the- like remake like when a stranger calls that remake was horrible. Uh, literally no point for that remake. They took out all like the ambiguity of the of the reason why the first movie was great and the great thing they did about the first movie they followed the killer and you got to see it from his perspective and you're like wow this is a different movie remake didn't do that at all just straight up paint by numbers uh home invasion type of shit yeah i mean there's a lot of movies like that like uh, they're just pointless and boring but do i hate them no because hate is a strong emotion you gotta really pick what you give your hate to. All right, good, good, you good know? point, good point. Okay. Malignant has my undivided hatred. <laughs> Man, you didn't even rewatch it though. I'll, I'm, I don't want to lie to you and say I'll, I'll rewatch it, but I'll try to. You if have you watch to. Okay. All right. So th- those are my answers. I don't. I know that's not five, but there you go. I'm trying. Right. I'm trying to think of another one. That I absolutely like despise. All right, well, I'll go to the nice. next question. Maybe it'll come to you. All right, Anthony the Dreamer. Hey, it's, yeah, Anthony's cool. Anthony, Anthony's the best. Dude. He's a solid. He's a solid it, author too. Write, write some good stuff. Hell Shout yeah. out to him. If you had the chance <clears throat> to write and direct the latest installment to any franchise, which would it be? I'll say this. I'm not a writer. I'm not a director. However, if they want to slide me the Halloween end script and be like, all right, Phil, here you go. Here's a highlighter. Here's a pen. Just, you know, go over it. Give some, give some thoughts. Yeah, some production yeah. notes. And I'll be like, okay, every character doesn't have to have a zinger before they do something. Like, this is for Dr. Loomis. Well, hello, Michael. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. Like, take all that out. Just don't need that. So, if if they want to slide me that script, I will. I'll be happy to jot down some notes, and I feel like I could contribute in some positive way. However, like directing a movie, I'm probably not your guy. But uh, what what do you think, Doug? What you got? I would I would love to direct a movie. I'm not when. When I watch things that are really, that really, like, grip me, that's, like, really, like, incredible, like, for example, Hereditary or or something like Nope or Us, I'm like, wow. I'm so amazed at how anyone could even, like, weave meaningful, like, dialogue into a story that's so, like, potent like that. And I'm like, wow, I could never fucking do that. Um, but directing-wise, I feel, I feel like... I, I feel like I could do that better than writing wise. And if we're talking directing a franchise, mm-hmm. I would love to do something like atmospheric, maybe like a Hellraiser. I would like to take a go. crack at Hellraiser. I don't, I feel like I was thinking Friday the 13th. I feel like if uh, maybe the, the movie I envisioned in my head, if I could, squeeze that out in some way to appear yeah yeah uh, I, that was, I was thinking that too because i do my i i, I thrive in a fast-paced environment but also love to like i want to capture those like scared moments of like someone's true reaction to being horrified i feel like i i, I would like to i would also it would be fun to direct something like friday the 13th and like really like zone in on people's uh you know, terrified reactions and do some like 
fast-paced type of like really like gritty guerrilla style filmmaking that would be fun yeah all right so yeah i'll say like friday the 13th or something um all right next question got a lot of questions I, we got a few man that's why i was like we should start answering some of these yeah, yeah. all right r cochran 17 shout out to that dude i know he listens every episode favorite metal album is it around the fur what or white pony yeah white pony is easily number one two three four five obviously <laughs> fucking garbage um that's oh what the one that comes to my mind is um trying to decide between the two is uh is uh pantera um I, I I'm stuck between vulgar display of power and um not the not the first one uh fuck I can't think of the name Far Beyond Driven yes between okay. far because yeah. I love Far Beyond Driven I love shedding skin I love um but I also love stuff on vulgar display of power like Hollow is really great and this love is like my favorite Pantera song that breakdown just like fucking hits me in the yeah. gut. Uh, I don't really care for like the ballady lead up in this love. Oh, it's I love just, it. Kind of just yeah, the dynamic know. is so good. But also, if we're going favorite metal album, and I, I hate I hate to continue down the Phil and Samo path, but I think a perfect album in my eyes is is the first Down album. That is really it's good. Fucking, it's classic. Yeah. Stone the Crow, Hell the Leaf, um underneath everything it's just like so it's so good to me dude about let's see it must have been like six or seven years ago i drove down to wilmington one day <clears throat> just to kind of hang out and spend the day down there <clears throat> and i was hanging out from across this music venue i see this big tour bus parked in front of the venue and i'm like shit wonder who's playing tonight i look it up and it's down no way I was did like, you go hell yeah i did amazing and i was like right up close just sweaty as shit it what, was what year was show. this this must have been like 2015 okay 16 somewhere in there all right so fairly yeah, they was, had like the newer lineup yeah but i did see super joint ritual when oh I was my like, dude when i was like 14 Yo. in 2002 Yes. That show was crazy. I was front row, dude. That first <laughs> album is absolutely insane with Fuck Your Enemy and Oblivion on it. My yeah. lord. Alright, here's my favorite. Yes. Favorite favorite metal album. This is it's funny you mentioned Pantera. This is the first one that popped in my mind. I gotta go with the Great Southern Train Kill. Interesting. Um, Alright. I got I got that on cassette for Christmas when I was like eight or nine or something. And just the it's like the most pissed off, heavy fucking album ever. Is that the like one with the, 13 steps on it? or No, that's far beyond driven. What am I thinking? Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, it does have 13 steps to nowhere. But man, there are some just... That album just has an attitude like no other. It's I think it's the heaviest album of all time. If you're talking like musically, the attitude of it. Um, I love that album. So. Dude, they, I mean, Dimebag is easily one of the most like he's like a virtuoso when it comes to guitar playing. It's heavy, it's melodic, it's grungy, it's filthy, it's groovy. Uh, and speaking of that, if I had like 
another one that just popped in my head. Um, Alice in Chains. Uh, the 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 uh, fuck. I'm always stuck between two. It's either Dirt or they're self-titled. Their fucking Lane Staley's voice just like it's one of the best. They transcend grunge. Yeah. You yeah, into Alice might. in Chains? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, I love Alice in Chains. They're they're coming here. I want to say next month or maybe October. Bush is opening. That's so a good, like, that's a good lineup. Like shit, I want to go to that, dude. I just saw Bush played at uh, at the venue and they, uh, for New Year's Eve in 2016, and they were really good. They did. Uh, they ended the set with "Come Together," and everyone had like um, you know free champagne around. I had a shot of water, um, but yeah, they put on a really good show. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, I've never seen Bush, and yeah, I would, I'd totally be down to see them. Um, all right, next show. This is a fun one. Grant Otterson asks, "Would you rather get drunk at a Taproot show in two thousand one, or get to hang out on the set of Valentine?" Well, I know my answer. <laughs> Take me back to two thousand one, please. <laughs> Sign me this, up. That dude. question was completely directed to you. <laughs> the set of the set of Valentine, beer and taproot. What's up? I mean, you you would do that now. You don't even need to go back in time. No. You could just catch him playing at the local brewery, probably. I remember I I was quite buzzed one night. I remember I sent you a YouTube video of some taproot song. I was like, "Tell me this shit doesn't rule." <laughs> and I texted you back, probably this shit sucks. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's okay. I had the first album, and I liked I liked poem, and I liked another song on it. I forgot uh, what it was called, but that was their second album. But was it? Doesn't matter. Oh, what's their first album? Yeah, uh, gift. That one's good. That I think that one's that their, was. I thought I thought best. that was a song on their on that album, the same al- album with poem. I don't know my taproot nah. more. You're gonna have to school me on that. I got you, dog. I got you. New metal episode part two coming soon. Hell yeah! You gotta get we're, on it, man. We're doing it. Um. Okay, I'll save. I'll save that one for the last. Oh great! <laughs> I already know that's gonna be a good one. E spooky film guy asks, "Do you think evil will actually die tonight, this October?" Um, boy, I sure hope so. And if they utter that phrase, I remember what I said earlier about like going back with a highlighter and just omit any evil shit like just take that out please um so i guess he's asking will michael myers finally die maybe in this timeline but i don't think this is the last halloween movie you see it's the last from blumhouse yeah but michael myers is not dying uh like, like laurie strode dies laurie i feel like laurie strode is gonna eat it and michael myers will continue <laughs> to live on how do you how do you kill michael myers there is no answer it hasn't been done. Before Michael kills Lori, he should lean in and say, suck on this. <laughs> and pull out pull out a pistol and shoot her in the chest. <laughs> That'll be some, like, some uh, John Wayne type of stuff. This year, he should ride away on horseback. Yeah. But I'm very much um, looking forward to the conclusion of Lori Strode because we've had 38 movies with her. Versus Michael. And it's time. It's time it's, for her to move on. It is done. Speaking done. of that, po- that new poster looks like a fucking UFC match. Yeah. That, who, what were they thinking with that poster? They weren't thinking. That's it. It, it looks like it looks like they're saying Haddonfield ain't 
Big enough for the two of us, partner. <laughs> yeah, take ten paces and then turn around. And yeah. <laughs> what about to have a fucking duel? Like, what Mighty is Michael Myers versus Lori the Slayer Strode in Halloween Ends. $45 pay-per-view. Like, what the fuck? There is no art direction. That's just a lazy Photoshop job. A fucking five-year-old could have done a better job in Photoshop. It looks like they're about to do, like, a duet. Like... It looks like it looks like two '80s like metal guitarists going back to back, like hitting like a fucking Bon Jovi solo. I'm a cowboy. It's just like, what are you? What are they thinking? All right, so there's your answer. <laughs> Seed underscore Murda asked, "Is Art the Clown taking the next gen throne and becoming the next big horror icon?" Yes, well, we kind of we kind of talked about this earlier. Hundred and ten percent, yes. We sure hope so. Um, he has a lot of potential. They, yeah, I hope they, like, now that they got the ball rolling again and COVID is, you know, kind of over, let's keep the ball rolling. Put out a new one, like, within two years, you know? Yeah, I would I would love to see uh, Terrifier, <clears throat> like, as a franchise, in the mainstream zeitgeist. Like, give it a full-blown release. Like, people want to see it. Um I wonder how big the theater release will be. I have a feeling it's going to be a very limited run just because of the budget. But honestly, if Shutter picks it up or like <clears throat> even like Amazon, like, I don't know, some studio should at least take a chance on it and, and release it for a wider audience to see. Because even like back in the day, like studios would take a risk on smaller horror movies and the budget is low, and that's why Blumhouse does so well with their horror movies, because the budget's so low, and they see a higher return on it. Like, people would just go see, oh, even for, like, First Date, or, like, going to see... People, like, horror does well at the box office, because yeah. it's it's just a good... Like, I don't know, people just love to go see horror movies in general, they love to get scared, they love to... I, I Maybe they're they're thinking that it's just because it's like a not not a known like property that people won't go out and see it, but you got to risk like give it a chance. Yeah. All right, there you go. Well said, Doug. All right, last question. You ready? I'm so fucking ready. All right. It's gonna be bad, isn't it? <laughs> One of my clients, actually, Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Hello, Lauren. She she, <laughs> she wants to know. What's the scariest thing that's happened to you in real life? Now, I, I thought about this because it's like, do we go like, it's like, hey, let's not talk about fucked up childhood trauma yeah. shit. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I was thinking of like all the times I had like, you know, panic attacks or anxiety or like OCD. Like I, I fixated on something and couldn't get off it or like traumatic breakup or parents. Yeah, everything, everything. Yeah, or right. I got, I, got a, I thought of a good one. All right, go for it. I'm ne- I've never told you this story or <clears throat> told it on the podcast. So this was when it. I was living in. This is when I was living in Wilmington, like 2011. So me and my friends, we go out. We're coming back from the bar. We're our, our taxis dropping us off at my apartment, and there's cops everywhere. Like five police cars, lights going. At my apartment. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I go in there and uh, my roommate is crying. Uh, This girl I was living with at the time. She was like, there was someone in my room. And 
apparently, her and her boyfriend had come home. They go upstairs into her room. She opens her closet, and there's a guy standing with his back to her wearing a backpack. And her boyfriend was like, what the fuck is this? Is this like one of Phil's friends or something? But then this guy like turns around and tries to run. He like punches the guy and he drops the backpack. He runs downstairs, hops the fence, gets away. And in the backpack was full of like loose change because she had like a bucket of change in her room oh. and all of her like underwear and bras. Oh, what he the had like stuffed the fuck. Yeah. Ew. Kind of fucking crazy. All right, so that's night one. So this is where I get, <laughs> where I come in. All right, so the next day, I'm hanging out upstairs. Nobody's home. And uh, I'm just watching a movie upstairs. And I hear like my back door kind of jiggling a bit. You know how like the whole house sort of vibrate a little bit if somebody's like pulling on a door? Yeah, so yeah. So I hear that. So I like kind of tiptoe downstairs, walk towards the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then a window shatters. Like just, psh- like the living room window just shatters, yeah. and I was like, I, I probably ske- uh, like screamed. I was like, ah! <laughs> but, we all don't want to admit it, but if that happens, oh, it is shocking, dude. bro. I was terrified, and um, my phone was upstairs. So I say, fuck this. I just run out the front door, and uh, my neighbor's pulling in at the same time. So I'm just like, open your car. Somebody's breaking in my fucking apartment. I was like, let me in. And she lets me in her car and she like drives away and she calls the cops. And this guy just climbs through the broken window, cuts himself climbing in. So he leaves like a trail of blood going back. He shuts the front door, goes back upstairs to take more of my roommate's underwear. What the (laughs) fuck? He's not even out for like money to like rob her. He's all about like the, the fucking Victoria's Secret stuff. Yeah, so cops show up again, like, shotguns out, like, riot shields and shit, and they eventually arrest the guy, and I see them, like, they're leading him out in handcuffs behind the apartment, and he was, like, this fucking gangly, weird, methed out, weird-looking guy, like, just, ugh, like, gross, and, uh... That was that. That was the story. They- wow. It's a good It's a good thing they actually, you know, arrested him and caught him because he obviously targeted your house. And for yeah, some, who knows, it's was- a good thing your other, your roommate wasn't home uh, again. Yeah, that's uh, scary shit. So. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Keep your, keep your windows and everything locked, people. You never know. And keep your blinds shut, too, because we think that he was, like, spying on her or something or I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I guess your neighbors didn't see it too because I would imagine if they saw someone like just lurking around your house, they would have called you. Or t- How long ago is this? This was like back in 2010, 2011. All right, so this is, this is a lot of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they could have texted you or called you or something. Yeah, I don't know. But do you have any... Have you ever had like any weird shit like that happen? I'm trying to think. Uh... No, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just not, yawn not right in the ears <laughs> of all our listeners. <laughs> Doug's like, ah, I'm really bored right now. Why are you guys still listening? <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. tired. That just, uh, that just hit me. Um, <laughs> fuck, right. I can't even, I can't even think of something like that that happened to me. Like something that scared me. 
all I can think of are like traumatic experiences. Like when I had like a panic attack at Quiznos and I like, uh, oh, I shit. found out Did they forget to put the mayonnaise on your celebration. They better not put fucking mayonnaise. I <laughs> mayonnaise is absolutely disgusting. Are you anti-mayonnaise? I fucking hate mayonnaise. It's fucking <sighs> terrible. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, when I was at Quiznos, so I recorded, like, I was recording in my, my like, home studio at the time. I was, this was, like, 2010. And uh, I exerted a lot of energy. This is when I found out I had, like, ocular migraines but didn't know it, and I had a panic attack. So I, I ate breakfast. I recorded. I waited too long to eat, which, like, affects me. Uh, I don't have low blood sugar or anything, but, like, I just get, like, really famished, and it messes with, like, my anxiety. I might, I might have low blood sugar. Um, but I was just sitting there and then all of a sudden my eyesight got messed up. Like Mm -hmm. I started seeing like everything looked like really small and I was like, this is weird. And I fucking drove home with my friend. Um, I'm like, I gotta go. Like, I feel like really, like, I feel really fucking weird. And like, I didn't, I didn't eat my lunch yet because I was waiting for it. And, um, I gunned it back to my house. And uh, when I walked in, half of my head and my body and my arm was uh, was numb, and I couldn't feel it, and I couldn't <clears throat> say words. Like I wanted to oh, say shit. things, and I was like not saying them. And then uh, I was like, tried to like express to my mom to like call like a doctor or hospital or something. And then like I, I she gave me like water, and I like ate some food real quick, and then it like I came back down. But that was fucking scary. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> damn. Yeah, I'd be fucking terrified if that happened. Yeah, I was like, uh, is this it? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you ever been in like a, a car accident or anything? I have, but... I, to- I I totaled a car once. That was pretty fucking scary. You, you were driving or you were in the passenger seat? Yeah, I was driving just down a country-ass road and I was like 16. Car dips off a little bit. I overcorrect. The front hits a ditch, oh. spins around a few times, huh. and like the car was really fucked up. But thankfully, I was like fine. But there was like that split second there where, where I was like, "Oh shit, am I about to die?" This is how it happens, you know. And yeah, you never know in those situations. But thankfully, <clears throat> it wasn't like a, a complete disaster, and just the car got messed up. Were you speeding? Yeah, but I mean, uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I was like sixteen or something, but that was my last car accident. Yeah. Oh, and I got lost in the woods once when I was a kid. That was pretty. That shit is scary because if it's yeah. big enough woods, yeah, you know, no, you don't know where you're gonna end up, and yeah. especially where you, there's no like, you know, you're not walking around with a compass. Like people don't really do that anymore. Maybe you have it on your phone, obviously, oh, but you can walk in any direction, and who knows where you're gonna end up. I got lost in the woods over 2020 um, with this girl I was oh, seeing shit. at the time, and I was like. Who the fuck? We had to like climb through someone's like backyard to like get back oh, wow. to like the road that we were on. How how did yeah. you make it back? Um, were you by yourself? Uh, no, I was with uh, with my siblings, and I must have been like eight or something oh, at the you time. Were really I was young. really young. So yeah, we go into the woods behind the place my dad was living at, and uh, we just go a little further, go a little further. <laughs> And next thing you know, like, we're pretty fucking deep in the woods, and we're like, wait, which way did we come come in? And it starts to get dark, and it's getting cold. Yeah, that's creepy. We, 
and we don't know where the fuck we are. And thankfully, we kept walking and we finally came out to the to a field and we were like, oh, okay, we know this field. We know the road's like way over there and this guy on a four-wheeler just happened to be driving by. But my dad had like called the cops. Like there are people oh, wow. searching for us and shit oh, because God. it was like dark. But yeah, man, like being lost in the woods is fucking terrifying. And was- That's why I love the Blair Witch. I mean, in movies like The Ritual, I love Ritual that movie. Good. Ritual was a fun one. I love when a movie can take, like, you're already in a bad situation, but then you add this extra thing on top. Like, you could just make a movie about being lost in the woods and make it work, but yeah, totally. throw in this, this witch shit. And I know you don't really like The Blair Witch. No, but not, a fan. not a fan. I rewatched it, like, a week or two ago by myself and like a big boy and i was like scared? dude this movie, i was scared i didn't have my nightlight on or anything hopefully you were hugging your dick and balls <laughs> but dude i was like this movie still gets to me I'm gonna i think it taps it. into i think it taps into that primal thing of like just being lost in the woods like back in the day when we were cavemen like <laughs> if you can't find your way back to the fire to you know, to where your tribe is, you're fucked. And you've you know, already so. had a traumatic experience when you were younger, so that there has to like subconsciously mess with your brain. Yeah, or a movie like The Descent, like being lost in this cave is terrifying enough. But halfway through the movie, boom, you got these vampire creature yeah. things that live underground, and I love when movies do that. It's all like, about adding add... extra layers. Exactly, and that's. That's why I still love the Blair Witch. There you go. Where do you, where do you rank the Descent? Are you a big fan of the Descent? I really do enjoy that movie. I I mean, it wouldn't be like a top ten, but I give it like a solid eight out of ten or something. I I don't know. I, I like that movie. Yeah, I, I was late on that. I watched it over the pan the pandemic. Actually, I watched it like in twenty maybe twenty nineteen, maybe before the pandemic. But uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I know people love that movie um, and they love that director and what he did with it. Uh, I thought it was, I liked it. I didn't get really anything crazy out of it. Like I enjoyed watching it. I'd watch it again. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just don't like cave movies. I think. Hmm. Yeah. Skip the second one. Whatever. Yeah. I I wouldn't uh, imagine watching that. There's a scene where they show one of the crawlers taking a shit. Like it, it walks over to this little ledge, it squats down, and it takes a shit. It's like, well, why did you need to show that? <laughs> I, I, I honestly, from that statement, I feel inclined to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but what about the Blair Witch Two. Uh, I oh God, I haven't seen that in so long, but it's yeah, not that good. I, I think I, it does have a small cult following. Like there are does. people that like it. And there's another one too. Isn't there like another Blair Witch like Revelations or something? Or Yeah, there was like some remake that came out and I've tried twice to watch it and I make it till about 20 minutes and I'm like, I'm going to watch something else. You know, the so, Blair Witch hey, is one maybe of those it's movies good. you can't you can't capture what they did. Uh and plus there's act like I can acknowledge that it did so much for the found footage genre. It was a trailblazer in that respect. Uh, and there were not a lot of regulations on that film set, if you want to call it, because they just threw actors into the woods. Um, you can't, you can't 
do that over. You can't recapture that the magic that they yeah, did. The... And plus the marketing for that movie, uh pre internet yeah. days was brilliant. You know, something. Brilliant. It it did a lot for horror, but I, I wish I was a fan of it. Not a fan of the movie. I love how it was made and all that stuff. And that's it. Yeah. I think it just bringing it back to atmosphere, I think it does a good job of establishing a sense of isolation and paranoia. Kind of like the thing or something like that. Like shoes. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes for that same vibe. Like you're watching this movie and you're like, these people are fucked. They are fucked. They're paranoid. They're freaking out. And I think it captures that feeling very well. The witch stuff. That's just like that little extra layer, you know, like it's, it's okay, but I don't know. I I need that. I I need to rewatch. I, I seen it like three times, but so long ago yeah hey we all got our our things you know you hate mayo you hate deftones uh i'm gonna send a deftones mayo covered cd to you maybe i deserve it for spitting on that deftones tape but (laughs) you you can do whatever you want i send you olive oil you send me fucking deftones cds dude send me some new olive oil man that shit was so good that you you sent me that one time the chipotle oh the chipotle one oof that one was so fire yeah, very good. I'll uh, yeah, I'll have to stop at the store and uh, and get you some new one. The um, what's what's the name of the store you go to? Uh, the crushed olive. The crushed, uh, crushed did, olive. When you walk in, are they like, "Hey, Doug, how you doing?" I haven't been there in a hot minute. I've been rocking the um, just the um, uh, the the Bergoli or whatever. Okay. Because sometimes the the, the taste, like the olive oils, like I cook with it a lot, like the specialty ones. But the taste gets overwhelming so much. It's pretty much like just, you could just drizzle it as like a layer. But I cooked with it yeah. a lot. So I kind of like was off the waver a little bit. But the Bergoli olive oil is just like fucking quintessential Italian olive oil. Like it's so good. Oh, shit. Okay. But I'm going to have to get you the um, the, uh, the the peanut olive oil one. You, you're not allergic to peanuts, no. right? Okay, good. No. So when you walk in, they don't like pull out the secret bottle. They're like, Mr. Galeotto. <laughs> compliments of the owner it's yeah. the finest bottle I, I i wish they did that that would save me a lot of money because those things are fucking expensive it's on the house it's on the house yeah i'll give them if they i'll trade them free tickets for olive oil they just have to come see me oh shit there you go um all right doug well i think this just about does it for this episode this is a lot of fun we got to start doing more yeah, yeah. days and shit that's, that, that's, that's, yeah i didn't uh, realize we had a decent amount of questions uh to fill up to fill up an episode that was pretty fun yeah thanks to everybody that sent in a question they were good um, for sure i was like man well, if we yeah. only get three i'll be happy but people came through especially love yaz love anthony love maddie those those are my people and i love everyone too but those are yeah they're they're fucking yeah, awesome. shout out to everybody um well i don't know what we got coming up next we'll figure it out uh this has been malignant a... rewatch obviously you gotta, possibly you but i do want to start doing this more often this past month has been fucking crazy for me you know what's up doug but I so you know things uh once things fall into place and some things happen i'll be in a place where we can start doing this more often and talk some more shit and have some fun but yeah we'll we'll figure out what to do next hell yeah we have we have a lot on the table we have a lot of good ideas yes we do all right well doug 
It was uh, it was a good time, man. As, o- as will, always, uh, love hanging with you as always. Uh, right back at you, buddy. I love you very much, and uh, too, thanks baby. for listening, everybody. All Hell right, yeah. peace.